The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello there. What it do? How are you? And welcome to episode 58 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and the Leading Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course. And I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. What's up, everybody? And thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Above the Nest with Rachel. On today's episode, I am joined by a very, very special guest. We're going to preview the Eagles Vikings week two matchup. And so I am joined by on air talent for the Minnesota Vikings. His name is Gabe Henderson. He is a friend of mine, and I am so happy that he took the time to join me. So, what's up, Gabe? How's it going? How are you feeling this morning? Rachel, first and foremost, appreciate you having me on. We were talking before. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. The show is amazing. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Monday night football is tomorrow. So you always you always feel more confident during the week. And then once the game gets a little closer, it's just like, oh, man, anything can happen now. But I'm sure to be a really good game on Monday night. So what are your thoughts on like covering Monday night games? Do you love them? Do you hate them? You get to watch all the games on Sunday. How are you feeling? Good. So um I'm trying to think. So the last two Monday night football games I've covered were um, both in Chicago, I believe. So last year it was like December 20th and it was uh, like freezing cold in Chicago. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So the fact that we get a Monday night football game on um, like in September, like on a warmer day, I'm excited about that. Primetime games are always much more fun because, you know, there are more eyes watching. Right. So you got people that are tuned in players are going to get a little bit more hype. And um, I think just to cover from the coverage aspect, you, you want to do just a little bit more to, to make sure you're, you're prepared and you make sure you can like uh, pivot. If there's anything crazy that happens as far as like, um, like a score or record breaking stat. So um, these games are always fun. I'm excited about it. Okay, cool. So the Vikings are clearly 1-0 after defeating the Packers week one. What's the vibe check? Like when you think of like the fans perspective, um, are people feeling good? Like, I don't know, like a lot of people weren't, I don't think a lot of people were like super, super high expecting that game to pan out the way that it did. So was that like a setting the tone moment for the Vikings season? Oh, for sure. Um, and especially now, since we got a new general manager in Quasi Dopo Mensa, we got a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell. Uh, we like to use this word called honeymoon phase where like okay. you, 
nobody nobody's really made a mistake. So there was there was a lot of anticipation heading into that Packers game. Um, and and the fact that Kevin O'Connell never called plays, it was like, hey, we know we got the guys, but like, how is this thing going to pan out? And then Justin yeah. Jefferson just went off, and we're like, oh, we can do this, we can do this, we can uh-huh. work out. So. Um, there's there's a, a lot of hype and a lot of anticipation around this game to see if we can, you know, redo that all over again because last week was just, I mean, money, honeymoon phase, another word for it, is just magical, right? Like last week was just kind of magical. So um, put, putting in all that work and seeing it come to fruition for the, from the past six months, um, fans, fans are very, very excited. And uh, Vikings fans are, are always like cautiously optimistic. But I feel like that that caution is starting to go out the window a little bit. They're just very optimistic about the season. You already touched on it. Justin Def- Jefferson was definitely, you know, he's a star. Like, he's different. And the Eagles are definitely going to be focusing on slowing him down. So knowing that from the Vikings side, like, I guess what ways are they going to be trying to get other people involved knowing that Justin Jefferson is going to be the focus? I mean, he is unstoppable, but still. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like, we do so much with him, right? So, like, we line him up in so many different places. So it's not like a defense can just be like, all right, well, we're just going to double team this guy. Um, that's the the fun thing about our offense right now is, like, there's so many different guys in so many different places. And even on some of those routes that Justin had, those big catches, like Adam Thielen was open, Irvin Jr. was open. So there's a, there's a lot of opportunities for, for a lot of other guys to make plays. Like, I really like the Philadelphia Eagles secondary. Like, I, I feel like y'all are very solid. So, it'll, it'll be a task for us to try to get our playmakers the ball. But I think Kevin O'Connell was, is, is ready for that challenge. I mean, granted, like, right now, like, teams don't really have much film on him. So, you basically have to just guess, okay, well, they did this last week. So, let's just stop them if they do it this way. So, like, I feel like we have like two or three more weeks before a team can actually figure us out. So I, I like our chances. I don't want to be on this show basically saying yeah. like, yeah, we might age. But at the same time, that is a that is an advantage. I mean, with, with any new head coach, like other teams don't really have a game plan for you. So I, I feel like right now uh, the game plan is stop Justin Jefferson, uh, double team him, and then hopefully you limit everyone else that gets the ball. But like I said, that, that uh, we haven't seen it yet because it's only been one game. So. We'll see how that thing goes this this Monday. For sure. What would you say are the Vikings' weaknesses? Weaknesses, man. So, like, last week we had six pressures on the quarterback. Um, only gave up one sack, but those six pressures, you look at that and you say, okay, well, we, we probably need to clean this up, and that's not just due to one person. That's due to a multitude of things. Maybe it's a bad snap, or maybe uh, somebody read the wrong hole or read the wrong play. Um, you could never – I mean – every team is going to draft alignment in every single draft, no matter if they're the best offensive line in the league or the worst offensive line in the league. So um, that, that's always a room for concern because every team has a really good opposing defensive lineman. So um, I, w- I would probably say, you know, as we continue to grow, our old line will continue to get better. And also looking at the Eagles side, of course, our run game is our strength for sure. Jalen Hurts, this is what he does. Right. So – from the Vikings perspective as well, that seems like an area where I was looking at the stats from last year. I mean, from last week and you guys uh, gave up over six yards per carry to the Packers in week one. So I guess what does the, what do the Vikings have to offer up in regards to their rush defense? I think it, I mean, it starts with stopping Jalen Hurts, right? I mean, Miles Sanders is like that too. Like I'm I'm a Miles Sanders fan, but I I feel like if you stop Jalen, 
you kind of make those, you kind of make the Philadelphia Eagles one dimensional and that's no easy task, right? I mean, he had 90 rushing yards last week and a touchdown. Y'all have four rushers with a touchdown last week. I was reading, it's like the first time since 1961, you had four rushers have a touchdown. So like that, that's, that's the number one thing. So I don't think you, I don't think you play um, Jalen Hurts the way you, you play, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers as far as stopping the run, but there's there are ways to try to limit him. And the the Lions, they tried to do a good job last week, but there are just some, certain times where you just say, like, all right, this guy is really good also. Like, you're going to give up those yards. But I think that the game plan is to hold the Eagles to less than 6.2 yards per carry. Um, yeah. But I mean, but if it, it if it results in a win, I feel like everybody's going to be like, hey, 6.2, we're 2-0. and So um, you, you got to stop Jalen if you want to stop the Eagles. Yeah. And both teams are definitely looking to go two and zero this week. So, who do you have coming out on top? <laughs> you know what? I won't even. I know this sounds like a homer because, like, I work on the team, but honestly, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than what people think. Of course, like, it makes my job a lot easier if the Vikings win, and that's who I hope wins. And like, it's easy to say the Vikings are going to win, so like, that's who I'm gonna root for. But I really think this game is going to be very close and like very competitive. So I, I'm just looking forward to seeing a really good game. Um, both teams are coming off a win. Like both teams have energy. Both teams have like this juice. You know, being one and zero is like all right. You know, we started on the right side. So, um, I'm I'm rooting for the Vikings. Okay, uh, of course. But yeah. I'm 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 obviously hoping to stay safe while I'm in Philadelphia. I hear Eagles fans are crazy. <laughs> the fans are definitely like diehard for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, so, you know, good luck to you and hopefully everything goes well. It's a lot of fun covering the game tomorrow. Appreciate you, Rachel. Happy for you again. Um, keep keep crushing it while you're doing it. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 58 of Above the Nest with Rachel. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. And trust me, there's so much content on the feed right now. Check out the latest Eye on the Enemy episode and the latest BGN radio episode as well. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. You also might as well stop what you're doing and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Immediately following the Eagles week two home opener against the Vikings. Tune into the BGN Instant Reaction Show and make sure you interact with us. Share your three word reactions, all of that good stuff. But as always, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this episode. I am so very grateful for all of you guys and gals. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we out. P G N.